When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Skip and Sora. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. We are remote today because uh, I'm just being extra safe. I'm I was around some people. I was supposed to go skiing. We had to cancel the ski trip because a couple people caught COVID. So now mm. I'm uh, socially distancing <coughs> from my friend Skiff. It's the saddest day of my life, man. I got to be away from you, bro. It's not the right way to start off the new year. Yeah, I actually drove here. Had to pay for parking just to stay away from people. <sighs> wow, it's costing you money to yeah yeah. And I don't have any uh, symptoms at all. I'm sure I'll be all right. I'm fully vaccinated. I have had COVID. I'm immunized. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To borrow a phrase from Aaron Rodgers. I'm immunized. No further questions. And and I want to say that people can do what they want to do. People can do what they want to do. I'm immunized. But people can get vaccinated or not vaccinated or whatever and just uh, investigate, uh, you know, and talk to Joe Rogan and make a decision based on uh, facts and uh, comedians' opinions. (coughs) Do your own research, bro. (laughs) Do your own research. And I petitioned petitioned the SpinFL SpinFL, uh, uh, CEOs. Uh, in order to find out if it was acceptable for me to just take my immunization in. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, they want me to be vaccinated. So, How's you know. um, how's your toe? Is that okay? Is your toe all right? <laughs> uh, actually. Uh, see, oh, now here we go. <laughs> hold, my, hold my toe up on the video. Well, looking at a... How was uh how was your New Year's? New Year's was good, man. We uh brought it in with some friends that we've been bringing in the last few years. It's turned into a, a little tradition. Uh my but you know, I'm not, we went to his place yeah. him and his uh girlfriend and some other friends. Uh the kids were playing and it's been a nice tradition the last few years. A lot more um understated than my uh previous years of New Year's mm. when me and Sandra used to try to party it up. But um, mm. it's just it's different, man. Uh, you just replace cocaine with kids, and uh, you have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice uh, substitute. Yeah, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in New Year's. Mine could not have gone better. I think. Um, I mean, I guess I could have. I could have gotten laid. That did not happen. But oh, whatever. Damn. You know, we had a good night. With good friends. We were on a boat. With these friends who have a boat down in Long Holman, so we were kind of chilling with them. Had a great dinner. 
made it home in time to watch my Georgia Bulldogs steamroll the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, man. Not big, a big, big, not a big deal. <laughs> big game tonight, right? No, nah, a big game on... Um, Is it next week? It's actually Monday night. <clears throat> it's Monday, next Monday. Or this 10th. coming Monday. The Monday 10th, the 10th, yeah. Okay. Right. Technically, the, here the game starts the 11th, but I think it starts at 2 in the morning. Are you going to uh, get up and watch it? I'm afraid so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid so. Man, I'm rooting for y'all so hard, man. Uh, but it was good. All my teams won on New Year's. The Bulldogs won, the Hawks won, the New York Rangers won. So it was a great start to my year. Uh, I knew the Falcons would come along and ruin it, but honestly, the Falcons can't hurt me, so it's all good. It's fine. You're immune. Are you immunized? I am immunized from the Falcons, despite the fact that my, my Christmas hoodie just rolled in today. This just showed up from China. Oh, nice. Looks really good, man. Looks really good. Um, yeah. Man, well, we had a, a good week of football. Uh, our bet died. Our bet, rest in peace uh, to our sadly. bet. Uh, sadly. Yeah. Uh, we did what we did. You know, we lost our bet. Barely. But uh, that doesn't matter with gambling. Uh, we got. It looks like we're going to end up getting seven out of eight right, and I'm still proud of us, man. Mm-hmm. Nothing to hang our heads, heads about. We, 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 You know, we did what we could do, you know? You know, we do what we could do. Um, I'm obviously in charge of the soundboard today, so <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, if you if you like it, it's it's all me. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, man. But you know, mm. I'm in charge. He yeah. yeah, he feels really bad about what he did to the Saints fans last week when he took over. And, <laughs> you know, that was uh, we didn't get any comments about that. That was all you. Bro. That was uncalled for. Uh, yeah, that was uncalled for. Hey, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I fuck up. You know, we'll see. Uh, you shame, shame, <laughs> shame, 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 shame. Uh, speaking of shame, you lost in flip them and pick them this week. Mm. Uh, I beat you nine to seven. Okay, that was respectable. <clears throat> so not too bad. Yeah. Um, and it started off with the well, I I picked the Bills to beat the Falcons. Of course. Um, which of course they did. Falcons hung uh, in there. I made it a fight, man. They did. The Falcons are now officially eliminated from playoff contention mm. um, with, Sorry. you know, plenty of time off to wonder and contemplate how they're going to look next year. At least you um, found your coach, you know? Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm not I'm not ready to, you know, set him on fire yet, but no nah. uh, one year. <clears throat> Yeah, of course. It's one year, and he's stuck with the roster that he's got. I, I'm really interested to see what he can do if he has a chance to kind of mold the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're probably stuck with Matty Wheels for at least one more year. This um, looks like the real deal, though. Yep, absolutely. So that's great. <clears throat> uh, Falcons were feisty. Josh Allen was bad. Tell him, man. I told y'all, motherfuckers, man. I've been telling y'all for two years now about this. He dude. was bad. Yeah. He was bad. He was 11 for 26. Didn't he throw three picks or something like that? Yep. 11 for 26, 129 yards passing, no t- touchdown passes, three motherfucking interceptions. Yeah. He had 81 yards rushing, which in one way is great, but, uh, you know. Who is? Is he RG3? <clears throat> trying to think who yeah, he is. is exactly. It, is, is he RG3? Is Because Cam Newton didn't throw that many picks back then, right? Early in no. his career. 
Try to figure out who Josh Allen. Maybe he's just Josh Allen, man. He was inaccurate. Then he got a little more accurate because they got him a superstar receiver. People are catching mm. on to uh, more tendencies with the new and improved Josh Allen. And mm. he's going to have to adjust again, man. It's looking. Um, you know, it's, we- it's weird because you think about it, the way Josh Allen played in this game, it's like, I mean, I can't, first of all, I can't imagine that this is the way Sean McDermott drew it up, right? Um, <laughs> but. Also, it's like one of the few examples where you get to see a team playing around their quarterback yeah. by using their quarterback. You know what I mean? They're playing around his arm <laughs> by forcing Josh Allen to use his leg. Like, it, yeah. It's a very weird kind of – like I against a better team, obviously they lose this game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, not uh, – I was – before the season was starting – started everybody was he's going to be the mvp everybody was putting him in the super bowl and now like this season is coming it's, uh, I agree. it's petering out and uh i couldn't be more happy singletary <laughs> had yeah singletary had a really nice game has to be said here's the um, problem though here's the problem i want to throw out there the coach yeah. bought into the hype yeah. and started trying to make them the chiefs or something sure Instead i agree of, and they could have just like it's even more dangerous <clears throat> if you use this guy uh, as a as as part of the rushing attack, but build a good rushing attack as well. If they build them like Baltimore <clears throat> instead of like Kansas City, then we're talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the good news for Bills fans is that I still think they have all the right pieces. Yeah, but it's I, like, I a think, wild card. It's a wild card that uh, I just you think don't there's know what something... Josh Allen you're gonna get. Something there's something missing. A running uh, game, and I don't know if it, I don't know if it's on the player side or on the coaching side. To be honest with you, but there's something missing. Uh, it's the running game. Um, <clears throat> uh, you mentioned it. The only real positive to talk about with regard to the Falcons was Kyle Pitts uh, breaking yeah. the Falcons franchise rookie record uh, for receiving uh, nice. with a 61 yard catch to run. I think he might. He went over a thousand yards. Yeah, good job. He's uh he's only the second tight end in NFL history to go over a thousand yards in his rookie season. Mike Ditka uh, is the one who actually holds the record. He's held it for like sixty years. Stand up guy, had, great guy. Oh, don't even get me started <laughs> with that fucking guy. Um, <clears throat> so here's the deal. He he has one more game to go. Uh, Pitts has one thousand eighteen receiving yards he Mm. needs 59 more yards uh to break ditka's record um i hope he does it i think mike ditka is a douchebag same um pitts miss any games this year he i think so i think he missed i'm not sure i think he may have missed a game good i don't want to hear that uh Um, 17 game blah 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 ditka is obviously well I, I'm not – besides being one of those douchebags who's like, you know, oh, I remember when men were men kind of shit, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he definitely came down on the wrong side with the whole national anthem thing. He thought right. that the guy's kneeling for the national anthem. He said, if you can't respect our national anthem, then get the hell out of our country. Yeah. As if that's not like – Yeah. Where I always think to? that's kind Guantanamo? of funny. Like this <clears> – <throat> I remember hearing this too when I'm right around the time when I decided to move to Sweden was when Bush won re-election when he won the second time. 
And people were like, well, if you don't like it, then you can just leave. And I'm like, but most people can't leave. It's not how it works. But I can. So I, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for everybody else. Sure, I'll do it. Um, and life's going to be great. <laughs> mm. Uh, let's see. Okay, so the Bills, let's see. Let's wrap this game up. Bills have a decision. Uh, they have the division lead. Mm-hmm. Same record as the Patriots going into the last game. Um, but as we said, this is really not the Bills team that I thought we were going to see this year. Um, I, I'd be very surprised if, if they go far in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the clinching scenario is obvious. They win and they take the division. Uh, I don't know what happens if they lose and the Patriots win, honestly. But, but it doesn't really matter. No, well, I no, guess no. it matters. So. No, they'll be all right. <clears throat> anyway. They, yeah. They, uh, they, they'll probably win, and the Patriots might lose. They're going to Miami to play the Dolphins, who have their number a little bit. Mm, that's true. That'd Buffalo be interesting. playing the Jets. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> the Bears and the Giants. The Bears won 29-3, put a beat down on the Giants. You picked the Bears to beat the Giants, and that happened. Um, this was a dreadful performance by the New York Giants. Uh, Saquon had a nice day, 100 yards rushing. But other than that, this team was just trash. Uh, first play you of the game. You are trash! First play of the game. Uh, sack, strip, fumble. Yeah. Uh, Glennon went four for 11. <laughs> 24 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two picks, four fumbles, two lost fumbles, and he got sacked four times. Only two passes went for positive yardage. And then if you factor in the lost yardage from the sacks when Glennon dropped back to pass, and the Giants had a whopping negative 10 yards passing on On the day. The full day? On the full day. He only only threw the ball 11 times? He threw the ball 11 times. For 25 yards, but if you factor in the yards lost from the sacks, then it's negative 10. Oh my god, in negative 10 yards. You and I had more passing yards on Sunday <laughs> 10 than more. Mike Glennon. We had a first down yeah. more, <laughs> yeah. Wow, all of us, the entire world had more passing yards than Mike oh, Glennon man. on Sunday. Here's the Giants' possession, okay? Listen to this. Fumble, interception, punt, punt, field goal, safety, punt, fumble, punt, turnover and downs, interception, end of game. That's it. <laughs> that was their game. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, Joe Judge, the head coach, went on an absolute <laughs> crazy long-ass rant about changing the culture and getting booed by the fans and, um, you know, talking about this. Like He set this extremely low bar because his team apparently is not a clown show where they're punching each other on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's said, a that's success. Yeah, here's the quote. He said, this ain't a team that's having fist fights on the sidelines. This ain't some clown show organization or something else. Okay? We're talking about the foundation built. I'm like, bro. Fuck like, out of here, man. I get that you're having a bad day, but, you know. Um, I, I'm not going to go all the way into it. The fuck but out of that bullshit. His his press conference is on YouTube. If anybody's interested to go look yeah. at it, it's it's pretty funny. I almost um, went after. I almost went for it, but I, I chose not to. To uh, actually, you know, what's what I think is kind of interesting about it. Um, in, in my opinion, I think a speech like that, Joe Judge has essentially 
cemented the fact that going into next year, he his seat is going to be the hottest of any coach in the league. Oh yeah. I think. Oh yeah. Right, because if you if, you come uh, out like even that, even if Nagy comes back, though, that's crazy. That those are the two hot seats. Uh, I don't know if he goes. I don't know if he comes mm. back though. I well, I think that Joe Judge is going to come back for one more year. But what I'm saying is that if they can't have a better season next, like after this crazy rant, I, I think he's finished. If he can't, if these yeah. guys can't, if he can't get these guys to play for him, when he brings that level of like passion mixed with delusion, like then yeah. what are we doing here? Like what? What, what are we doing? Um, what do you think about um, what do you think about the Bears? The rusty rifle, decent day. <laughs> They played a shitty team. I think the Bears yeah. need to, they need to restart it all, man. <clears throat> it's time, man. They're six and ten. Uh, mm. I don't. They had his first year. They had a a twelve win season, and they've been. They had an eight and eight mm. season, I think, and then losing season, and now another losing season. So it might be time to try to get out of the rut. I don't know. I, I I'm not for firing coaches too early, but it feels like it's time for Matt Nagy. I think because they have a new because they have this new quarterback, you know, it kind of feels like like I mean, you sort of have to look at it from that perspective if you're an owner. Like, is this the coach that I want? Right. Who didn't know how to handle him the first year? Yeah. Is this the guy that I want to to groom what I'm hoping will be our franchise quarterback? Or do I bring in Eric Bieniemy and? Give yeah. this quarterback a creative, a crazy offense to play under. Yeah, or or, or anybody who's you know, met Sean McVay. I, I mean, I heard. I, I mean, <laughs> Urban Meyer is out there looking. Mm. You know, he's unemployed. Mm. So and he, there's and that. he just had a new quarterback this year, so he's used to it. That went well. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what's the next um, game? Oh my god! Oh, the next game, in my opinion was the game of the week. Uh, I went against... This is how we lost our bet. Yeah, and man. I also went against... My heart was telling me to pick the Bengals, but my head told me to pick the Chiefs. So I did. I picked the Chiefs. I lost that. Uh, yeah, this is the game that killed our bet. On one hand, it was obviously a little disappointing, but I got to say that, I mean, this was like... I mean, by a country mile, this was the game of the week. It was yeah. super entertaining. Yeah, it was great. Uh, these two teams combined for 889 total yards between them. How's somebody? That's how's a, a wide receiver that unguardable? I it on. Um, it's like know, some dude. Madden shit. Like 260 yards. Like, come on, man. And That's I think insane. Burrow even said it in the press conference. He was like, you know, I just thought like, f it. Jamar's down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like it. it he had a couple of quotes like that. Uh, the Bengals managed to win despite being down two touchdowns at two different times in this game. Yeah, man. I thought it was <clears> over. After, I was like, okay, we're good. We're good. I'm glad. It's, yeah. You know, oh. I, I thought we were in good shape, too. But a week after throwing for over 500 yards, Burrow took a tiny step back Yeah. Uh, and went 30 for 39, 446 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, Jamar Chase, if he doesn't win rookie of the year, I don't know yeah. who's going to win it. Yeah. Uh, 12 targets, 11 receptions, 266 yards. He averaged 24.2 yards per catch. It's insane. Uh, he broke the rookie single game reception record. 
as well as the most rookie receptions record with a current total of 1,429 yards on the year. Wow. Justin Jefferson broke it last year. He broke it this year. Old LSU teammates, man, they just churning out wide receivers down there in the bayou. It's yeah, a, man. It's crazy. And I'm not, and then I wasn't even, I'm not even worried about the Chiefs after the game. It's just like, this was their day, man. This was Cincinnati's day. And they tried their best to lose this game. Oh my God. Yeah. They tried their best. They got bailed out. It was a good call, but they got bailed out by a penalty. But he was going to give this game away, man. Zach Taylor. Taylor. I got to tell you, I was sitting there and I was like, I, Jonathan has a point. This is this is, what what's happening right now does not make sense to me. The way this game ended, the the that sequence, those sequence of events, and yeah. the, and the fortune that needed to befall yes. upon the Bengals in so order for them to survive two yeah. failed yeah. fourth down attempts at the end zone. I was like, I kick mean, it, just kick it. If after the first one, it's like that's an <laughs> omen. And then they get the penalty. Exactly. But no, of course it wasn't an omen because you know what hadn't happened yet? They hadn't injured their quarterback yet. We still yep. need to tick that box. Yeah. I mean, luckily it seems like he's going to be okay. But Yeah, when he got hurt, I was like, this is the second week in a row this dude is trying to get his quarterback hurt. I can't yeah. stand this guy, but they're winning. They won a division, but uh, <laughs> it's weird that they he- won a division. I think they should get a new coach. <laughs> You know what's kind of amazing about this, though? Uh, I looked at this after the game. So even though it, they were down 28 to 17 at the half, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the Bengals come out and score on this big 69-yard touchdown pass to Chase. And then the Bengals put together kind of a performance for the ages when you think about it. Uh, because think the best way to beat the Chiefs is to make sure that you don't put the ball in yeah. the hands of Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. the Chiefs only had three, three second-half possessions. Wow. They That's only had impressive. the ball three times in the second half. They had um, back-to-back six-and-out punts uh, and an 11-play, nearly six-minute drive that ended with only a field goal. That's it. The Bengals held on to the ball for almost the entire second half. That's how you do it, man. Everybody says it. They used to say that about Peyton Manning. Don't put the ball in his hands. And now that's the Chiefs, man. You yeah. try not to. But normally you can't keep it away from them. And then they make you pay. And I felt like that might have happened anyway if they would have gotten the ball. But then they lucked into mm. keeping them away from the ball. The thing is, not taking points is when it's stupid. Mm. <laughs> when you got mm-hmm. points. and I mean, mm-hmm. make them prove it. I don't know. But it worked out because they got the penalty and they got to sit on the ball and run the clock out and then take the kick. So I, I just think they were so they were so lucky the way that yeah. that last yeah, it worked out in the best possible out. way. <laughs> it's like the only <clears throat> best possible way is uh, somehow because you can't get a first down anymore because it's at the goal. Mm-mm. So you have mm-hmm. to get a penalty and they got it mm-hmm. and they almost got the I mean, in, injured quarterback. So yeah, so that's it. The the um, the Bengals win the yeah. AFC North. Uh, the Chiefs had already have they clinched the AFC West? Yeah, they I think clinched. They have. Yeah, they're the only they were the only team coming into the week that. Had but clinched. by virtue of the Chiefs losing, and we're getting to this game next. Obviously, uh, the Tennessee Titans take over the number one spot in the AFC. Oddly enough, mm. um, yeah, because we were saying they still had something to play for that bye week, and now <clears throat> they're probably going to lose that bye yeah. week. So that was a huge, 
huge victory for uh, Cincinnati. And imagine Tennessee, if Tennessee holds on to the number one spot, all the reports are saying Derrick Henry's coming back. Tennessee's got the one Man. spot with the bye week, at two home. weeks off. Derrick Henry's back at home. Yeah. Suddenly that team looks fucking scary. And did they look scary? They beat my Dolphins bad, and uh, they might have mm. laid out a blueprint for that amoeba defense um, because they they threw screens over that blitz. Maybe because Tannehill is can throw running backwards like that. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it looked – they couldn't do anything. They were supposed to scare him and pressure him. He's really bad with pocket presence, but mm. it wasn't standard pocket presence. They were trying to manufacture pressure, and uh, he was picking up on it every time, and they had a screen ready, and Miami mm. couldn't do shit about it. Tua looked pedestrian and bad. He did look bad. He was uh, trying to what, do too much. What was much the one and, where he threw the ball, but he forgot to take the ball with his hand? Oh, like well, it, it, was ra- it was a crazy – it was crazy <laughs> rain. And for some reason, his hands, is he part dolphin or something? Like, maybe he's turning into a dolphin. His hand was <laughs> slippery as fuck. He had, like, three fumbles without being touched. It was insane. Uh, yeah. And, of course, uh, every Miami Dolphins fan with a platform on Twitter makes me uh, <clears throat> completely pissed off um, mm. talking about the team that lost seven games. in a, like, like it or not, this is a team that lost seven games in a row. <laughs> and then they won seven games in a row, but you can't expect that all of a sudden the talent changes. They faced a team that's got talent and can run down your fucking throats, and that's what they did. And there was nothing. I uh, my my saddest moment for Tua was, and I said it out loud when it happened. I was like, "Oh no, he took a Matt Ryan sack." Oh <laughs> like, yeah, just no, but just you gotta a, if you look at no, but I mean just enough to get knocked out of field goal range yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, he took he, one of those, and then the field goal kicker comes out and kicks it and <laughs> doinks it off of the crossbar. I was like, ah, oh, not that it mattered. The game was already over yeah. at that point. But it was this was like, the first time I jumped up and yelled at my TV at the right tackle Jesse Davis, who's been shitty all year, <laughs> but uh, he was just getting blown by. By that defensive end, and that could be on the coaches too to like add a tight end to block him or get a running back to chip him. But he just was out there getting destroyed, like two, and it's to his blind side. This is the most important position on the offensive line is the right tackle when you got a left handed quarterback. They got to fix that, but when you got the most money in the offseason, uh, and you could still end up with a winning record if they beat the Patriots, I'm not too bummed, but it, it sucked to watch a team get dragged like that. Hoping that they could at Oof, least yeah. put a fight up. At least pinch the bitch, as they say. On, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so l- like I said, the Titans take over the number one spot in the AFC. All they have to do is beat the Houston Texans next week. That's not that playoffs. easy of a task now. No, but if they do, the playoffs will run through Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little shocking, Yeah. to be honest. Uh, and then with Derrick Henry back, I mean, look the fuck out. Bro. Yeah, man. Uh, and also with the addition of this um, Deontay Foreman, I mean yeah. that's been a big surprise. He had a monster day. You put that guy, if you if you could have sort of a, a more balanced kind of um, running attack the way they do with um, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. If you have yeah. Derrick Henry and Deontay Foreman, shit, bro. Yeah, that that it's the line too, man. This dude's not getting touched until the linebacker core. <laughs> you know what I mean? And of course, we'll get to this later. Uh, when we talk about the Tampa Bay game, uh, but 
we were debating over dinner last night, me and my family, like they were asking me like, can somebody else sign Antonio Brown? And I was like, I mean, Julio's a bust. Mm. Titans look like they're ready to make a run. I I know it's a risky thing, (laughs) but like, if you think about it, it's like, well, fuck, we just got to deal with this guy for what? Just a couple of weeks and win a Super Bowl. It sounds crazy, but if you're making a business decision, if you're just like leaving all of your emotions aside and just saying like, hey, why not? I would I, uh I wouldn't be surprised, I'll put it like that. But I would not sign that fucking dude. <laughs> I wouldn't I I mean me I wouldn't my, sign emotionally and, I Yeah. I, man, I wouldn't sign I it. agree. I agree, but I think that there are coaches out there that might go, you know what? Fuck it. I we'll wonder how if that's possible. Like, is he cut? Like No. He's not. Officially. And they said he's, he's not, not fired. Like he said, he's got Bruce, a clear. Yeah. Bruce Arians said that, but I read this morning that it, it, he is not technically cut. Um, they're trying to work out what they're going to do. Let them get but an injury. Th- we'll see how, how <laughs> we'll see how Bruce, if he's a man of his word, with the, if somebody goes down, let Evans pull up a, a hammy and fucking practice this week. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that game in a minute. Yeah, let's move yeah, yeah. on to the Raiders and the Colts. Raiders beat the Colts barely. Uh, <laughs> barely. Uh-huh. 23, 23 to 20. Yeah. yeah. Last second field goal. Yep. Um, Jonathan Taylor had a nice day, 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, he also broke the Colts franchise single season rushing record. Um, but the Raiders did a pretty good job of neutralizing the Colts passing game. Wentz was only 16 for 27, 148 yards and a touchdown. And what a lucky motherfucking touchdown that was. That was a crazy <laughs> sequence. Did you see that? Yes. <clears throat> With those two Raiders, it should have been picked off. Picked off. Two yeah, exactly. Raiders come together. Wentz, man. Slam together. Two Raiders yeah. and one Colt slam together. The ball pops up and T.Y. Hilton's just standing there like, thank you very much. T.Y. Ah, that was the easiest catch he ever made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Jacobs had a solid day. Yeah. Um, he was good. This guy Zay Jones, who they who has started to really improve over the last several weeks. Uh, yes. I guess they brought him in to kind of cover up for the loss of Rugs. Uh, he had a hell of a day. Eight catches for 120 yards. I'm starting to think it's Carr, man. <clears throat> You're right. He doesn't get enough credit, man. The making yeah. like getting the ball out, and he's kind of a gamer, man. He's just like fuck it, let's go. I like. I'm starting to like Carr. He's grown on me. I was wondering about him with the eye makeup, but uh, you know, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, don't judge a book by his uh, cover. Uh, I couldn't come up with a makeup thing with cover. To me, Carr, <laughs> Derek Carr is a is a younger version. He's a young Matt Ryan. Okay, he's gonna he's out there slinging it. He can have the multiple thousand yard season. Uh, he can he can win you some games, but he can also lose you some games. Uh, and we'll see. I don't know. I, I kind of like Derek Carr too. I think he's he's certainly been the emotional leader for this team with all the shit that they've gone through this year. Yeah. Uh, so he's definitely done a good job with that. Uh, although I was a believer in the Colts too, man. <clears throat> I thought they were going to rumble. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, they do. That's true. 
They got the so they, another DUI, man. Fucking Vegas. Gotta, we said that before the team went there. Like, uh. this is not a this is not a safe place to stick a, a sporting franchise. I think. Nah. Uh, I don't know how it's going for the hockey team that they have there. I mean, they're pretty good actually, the Vegas Golden Knights. But I haven't heard any crazy stories like with with the football players. Um, yeah, they keep having. But this was Knights. a. This was a great performance. This game was tied 20 to 20 with a minute 50 left. And Derek Carr, you know, 10 plays, 60 yards, milking the clock, uh, moves it downfield, sets up Daniel Carlson for the game winning field goal. I mean, yeah. that's that's all you can ask him to do. I mean, they uh, Renfro almost scored a touchdown. It just barely touched him on the foot, or else he would have been. Um, yeah. That would have been a touchdown, but whatever. And it was on fourth and two, no less. Yeah, that, that was throw. a crazy like, I mean, play, man. That <laughs> was ballsy. I thought it was a definite touchdown. Uh, Nate Hobbs uh, is the guy who got arrested for the DUI. He was passed out in his car. We've bro, all been there before. Didn't, didn't Jacobs wreck his car at the airport last year? Yeah. Wasn't that him? Remember that? Yes. He, like, wrecked game. in the tunnel. Yeah. I think that was Jacobs. Yeah, I think it was, too. Yeah. Man, I forgot about that. Um. Yeah. So Colts are nine and seven. Uh, losing this game, um, they means that they failed to technically clinch a playoff spot. They currently hold the number six seed with only the Jags to play next week. So I'm kind of liking their chances. Yeah. Um, Raiders are also nine and seven, but they're on the bubble. They're in the eight seed. With the final game against the Chargers, who hold the seventh and final yeah, playoff that's spot. That's going to be game of the week. So that is where all the action is at. It's a straight-up win and end, lose mm-hmm. and go-home go scenario on the final day of the season. I'm here for it. I won't watch it. They've flexed it. They moved it to the Sunday night game. Uh, they moved it to the Sunday night primetime game. They've, they've moved some games around. Yo, so, <clears throat> Josh Jacobs... Yeah. Just got off after that car crash. Like he, he had, he was he was charged with a DUI. Yeah, crashed the car, uh, and then they just closed the case. March, <laughs> March of this year, they were like, you know what? No need. Closed the case, and he paid a fine, uh, stemming from the crash uh, near wow. the airport. That's it, man. And they said he he. Um, I wonder if it was because he crashed. At the airport, which is technically private property, like if they still, no, the DUI is the problem. <laughs> it's like, how does this go away? It's no, I tar- know that, but I'm saying I personally. Okay, so I'll tell you a little. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. uh, I think I was 16, 16, uh, Halloween, drunk and high as fuck, oh. crashed into into a mailbox, <laughs> a stone mailbox. Oh, like shit. one of those big ones. You were stoned and, and ran into the stone? <clears throat> Correct. And tripping. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Weed, acid, and liquor. Damn. Yeah, that was oh, that's, that's, you know you were young doing those three. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, what the and hell? driving. Stupid. <laughs> anyway, but long story short, uh, I, because I crashed onto private property and the car landed in someone's yard, their front mm. yard, when the cops showed up, they couldn't give me a ticket unless the owner of the house wanted to press charges. Okay. Oh, wow. And what'd they say? And I knew the girl who lived in the house. So she was like, 
We do not care. <laughs> no, actually, she's the one who saved me from going to jail that night. I know. She didn't care. She was like, oh, the officer, we do not care. That's... <laughs> yeah. So they hooked wow. me up. Wow. Yeah. Did, did you get in trouble when you got home? Uh, Probably. I don't know. I was too high. I don't remember. <laughs> we got our ass kicked. And the girl who was in the passenger seat with me Uh-oh. was a was a friend of mine who was a full on albino. Oh, really? White skin, long yeah. white hair. Like when the cops showed up, they must have just been like <laughs> the weird, like what the fuck? Wait, were you still tripping going? when they got there? Oh hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How you drive on acid? That's probably worse than the beer and the weed. <laughs> That was the problem. Yeah, the acid is the problem, man. God. I started to like hallucinate beyond comprehension <laughs> and lost track of where the road was. And suddenly I was running through a stone mailbox and like, I'm out in someone's front yard. I'm not on the road anymore. I'm, this, this spaceship I don't know what the is, fuck was going on. This spaceship is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Is that was this, bad. Is this an end? I think I lied. I think I lied and said there was another car. Like a car came and knocked me off the road. That's what I did. I lied. It doesn't feel like you could just shake it off. You can't just shake your way. Like if you're drunk, sometimes you can shake awake and shake sober. You can't do that with acid, man. It was a bad night. It was a bad night. Did your trip go bad? Yeah, yeah, at that point it did. Did the cop yeah. like get like I got so many questions. Like, does the cop like get a third eye? There's like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had kind of, I had stopped hallucinating at that point. Okay, and I guess you did. I was primarily focused on on building the the lie that I felt was necessary in order for me to not go to jail. So all of my energy went into that lie at that point. Like it was like razor focused. How do I how do I not go to jail right now? Yeah. And I came up with the best lie I could think of. And it worked. Yeah. Was the, I don't I, I don't think everybody necessarily believed me, but I feel I fell into this weird legal loophole because I had crashed on private property. Was your so. was your albino friend uh, on acid as well? I don't think so. Okay. She was drunk. She should have been driving. All right, enough of that. She should have been driving. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought about anyway. that. Uh, that it was really we got really sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> fucking DUI. Uh, don't drive drunk. Do not. It's a bad idea. Uh, the other thing you should not do is play for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, <laughs> because they got the shit beat out of them, fifty to ten, by the New England Damn! Patriots. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, I hope we don't have any Jags fans because I, I really didn't take a lot of notes about this game. No, Honestly, me neither, man. It's it just felt like it was game. a joke. They're in like uh, in, they're like purgatory right now too. They don't have a coach, a direction. Uh, Trevor Lawrence does not look good. They said he, he threw one touchdown. It was his first touchdown in like mm. thirteen quarters or something. That was something crazy. Some crazy stat where yeah, he just crazy not. He's yeah. just not been good, but he hit the rookie wall. That's what it comes down to. I'm not super worried about him, but he just doesn't. Look I mean, like they they secured the number one pick, so good for them. Um, they're they're gonna pick number one again for two years in a row. Um, they're just not gonna want that. This was a get right game for Mac Jones, obviously. 
22 for 30, 227 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. I, I Honestly, I don't know what else to say. The Jags aren't even a real football team. No. Um, they need to get relegated. It's not like, and it's not like you can say you learned anything about the Patriots. You know, no. This game was was completely We'll see next hand. week. We'll see next week when uh, the young quarterback goes against an exotic defense and uh, <clears> see <throat> what he's got. I mean, this game got so bad, you even got to see Brian Hoyer come in at the end and go three for four, 63 <laughs> yards. Brian Hoyer, okay? Yeah. Um, the I implications, do. Pat's clinched a playoff spot, sitting in the fifth seed with only nice. the Dolphins to play. Um, Dolphins are obviously out. I was really hoping they would have a chance to sort of knock the Patriots out, but that's not happening. Yeah, that so. would have been nice. That would have been fun. Um. All right, yeah. let's get to it. Bucks. Everybody yeah, wants to know what the fuck. Bucks beat the Jets, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady turned back the clock and did it. Blah <laughs> blah blah. Honestly, why? Listen, man. Why did? Why do? You, why does Tampa even have this much trouble with the Jets? That's my first question. Yeah, right? they were down. Uh, that last drive was magnificent. Like when I watched it, I was like, wow. Sure. They didn't take a timeout. They didn't spike. <laughs> it just came out. No. And I mean, but that's how that's what you could do against a bad team. You know what I mean? You yeah. can come out and fuck around and then win. Brady did not have a great day. No. He was um thirty-four for fifty. Four hundred and ten yards. Another fifty attempt game for him. They are really trying to throw. Yards, it. Three touchdowns, one pick. Uh the Bucks run game didn't do shit. They only had sixty two total yards. This team is yeah, kind of falling apart, man. The uh like injury wise and is they're really like <laughs> limping into the playoffs. It's not a good sign, but uh, I was obviously rooting for the Jets to win this game, which is kind of weird. Tear. I don't normally root for the Jets, um, but I can say that it, there was something really fun about these Jets in the beginning of the game, the, especially this first touchdown they scored with this wildcat snap to the running back. He pitched it to uh, Barrios. Yes, yes, um, from the U. They did that a couple of times. They had some fun, fun plays in the in the playbook. Um, they look I don't like know they if you've seen this. I don't know if you've seen this before, but you know, when teams are like no chance at the playoffs, and then they play a good team, they dig yeah. deep into the playbook. That's just that's that's True. a fun thing about it. But I've seen it so many times because my Dolphins just are shitty a lot <laughs> at the end of the year. So yeah. you just get to see them digging into the playbook a lot of times with an uh, interim coach and shit like that. So. I uh, mm-hmm. um I guess that's the stuff that's not on tape, so that could keep you ahead of the the other coaches, and then uh, but they caught up. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. else happened in that game, so we could just move on to the next game. <laughs> 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 Actually, yeah, <laughs> uh, Antonio uh, Bryan had some type of episode. Now I was I was um, buying the narrative mm-hmm. that was sold to us. By the mainstream yep. media, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, you know, I was, and then I started listening to and Aaron Rodgers sources, and now I feel educated. I feel uh, yeah. De-immunized. Well, here's the thing for <laughs> de-immunized. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, for those of you who didn't see it, there was a moment late in the third quarter where Antonio Brown just starts taking his pads and his jersey off, uh, throws it at the bench, takes his shirt and his gloves off, throws those into the stands, and starts kind of trotting his way 
through the end zone on his way to the locker room, waving at the fans, basically just walking out on his team. Uh, the Did funniest part I heard. No, no. How's that the not funniest a part of, I don't know. The funniest part of this story, in my opinion, was actually they interviewed the security staff, the cops who were there on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one guy said, well, when I turned around and saw this guy with no shirt on, I, I, my first thought was that it was a streaker who had jumped from the crowd <laughs> like, it, and then, and then I realized who it was and was like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, and then apparently Antonio Brown asked him for a ride to the airport. Wow. At which point he said, uh, no. <laughs> and, and then Antonio Brown ran into the, um, into the, uh, locker room. What if he would have tased him? Uh, <clears throat> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Actually, I would have had mixed feelings about that, but I would have uh, would, would understood. Like, oh man, or they tackle him, or they try to tackle him, and they can't catch him. <laughs> he jukes, the, <laughs> jukes. That would be funny. Jukes the shit. I like. Damn, I cannot catch the streaker. <laughs> so this bad. guy should play football. He's good. <laughs> he should be on the team. <laughs> uh, Antonio. Okay, so. Let's try to piece this together based on on what we know. Um, he did not go to the airport, apparently. He got picked up by a celebrity chauffeur, which I got to be honest with you, I didn't realize that was a thing. Um, <laughs> there's a guy named Danny Chalet. Oh, Danny who apparently is fairly well known for chauffeuring famous sports people and, and entertainers and whatnot. In and Tampa? I guess he has his no in New York. He's from New Jersey. So this game was in New York, obviously. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So Danny Chalet apparently is some sort of an influencer. He's got his own like TikTok or whatever the fuck. And he, yeah, I don't know, whatever. This guy picked him up and took Antonio Brown to a party. Apparently, he went to the um, he went to the the Nets game. I mean the yeah the Brooklyn Nets game. Yeah, so he's just hanging out. As far, last reports I heard, he's still in New York, just kind of hanging out. Um, he dropped a rap song on the same day mm. that he walked out, uh, which is sort of a weird thing to throw in there. What's it called? Um, <laughs> it's called. Pitt ain't it or something like that. Or he's making fun of <laughs> so, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. I thought he was showing his armpits. No. And, uh... and then he posted a and then this morning I woke up and saw that he had posted a, a video praising Ben Roethlisberger and sort of kind oh, of saying, Oh, everybody's saying that this is gonna be his last game at Heinz Field. I'm not so sure about that. He, I think he's still got a lot of good football left in him. And I'm like, what? Have you not seen the press conference? Like, he's done. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, wow. this dude's, uh, It's like uh, it's like <clears throat> when Kanye is about to drop an album. Yeah, exactly. And so here's the debate. The debate is, like you su- suggested, there, there was one report that said that this all started because Bruce Arians needed Antonio Brown to go back in the game. And Antonio Brown claimed that his ankle was too injured and that he couldn't play, uh, at which point the coaches said, well, if you're not going to go in, then just get the fuck out of here. 
But then Bruce Arians came out and said, nope, it wasn't had nothing to do with the ankle. He just left. Um, okay. And now there's this driver popping into the conversation. Apparently was on a podcast, a barstool podcast called Pardon My Take. Oh, my God. Uh, that A.B., apparently it all started because A.B., was he was angry that they weren't throwing him the ball, that he's, quote, Gronk was getting all the passes, according well, to A.B. Uh, isn't that what driver. Brady always does when they go down? Throw the ball to Gronk? <clears throat> it's like the thing. It's how they yeah. come back. So so there's a little confusion as to what actually, like, sparked this bizarre uh, moment. Uh, and I'm not sure when we're, I mean, Bruce Arians had the opportunity uh, he's, 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 uh, I to say to exactly what happened. And he didn't. He basically just said he just he denied that, that it had anything to do with A.B.'s ankle, at which point he had the perfect opportunity to say, well, let me tell you exactly what happened. And, he All right, and that. that's what makes me think there's something to hide on his side. And I think Antonio Brown might just be too dumb to get his. Like or maybe he has nothing to stand on, you know what I mean? So he's not. It could saying be one anything. of those. It's weird. It's just like. I mean, it could be one of those situations where both sides have done something kind of stupid because, yeah. well, you know, in all honesty, his, uh, Antonio's side was stupid. Antonio Brown is literally sitting there with a phone in his hand, you know, making videos about Ben Roethlisberger. If he wanted to get his side of the story out yeah. there, he could do it right now. Yeah. So it's weird. It's completely uh, weird. Uh, I would. I even. Weird, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, this happens. To, this game happens to contain my uh, weeks. Uh, explain yourself. Oh, nice. So I could I could uh, dig into it because I did try to get into it myself and talk to a couple of people involved with the situation. But I mean, before we do that, you can say whatever you had left to say if you like. Well, I was gonna point out something we had talked about before we started recording, which which popped up, which was kind of fascinating. Antonio Brown had a bunch of bonuses on the line mm -hmm. that he essentially walked away from. Uh, eight more catches, eight more catches, and he would have had a three hundred thirty-three thousand dollar bonus. He needed fifty-five more receiving yards to unlock another three hundred thirty-three thousand. Yep. He also needed one more receiving touchdown to unlock another three hundred thirty. So, dude, basically walked away from a million bucks. Uh, yeah, he walked away from a million bucks. Or he walked away because he felt like they were trying to keep him from a million bucks. Maybe that's, you know, in one respect, I think this might actually be part of what happened. He's like, yo, man, I just need a few more catches, coach. Right? Don't you think maybe that's it? Yeah, can I get a, can I throw, throw me the ball? Brady, yo, help me. You wanted me to come here. This feels more realistic to me that he's angry that that Brady's only throwing the ball to Gronk. He's develops this idea, whether it's, you know, based in fact or not that, that, that they're conspiring so that he doesn't get the bonus. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I'm not surprised at all. If this is what the fight is really about. And you don't want to come out and say that. Cause then you look really petty right. that I walked off because they weren't throwing me the ball so I could get my bonus. Cause I thought that Bruce really Arians will also look petty for keeping him off the field. Yeah. So that he doesn't get the bonus check. Yeah. And he'll also look like a bad coach because they're losing. They're down by two touchdowns. Why are you not and you have your best receiver on the sideline because you don't want him to get a bonus check. So if this is why 
I'm not, we're not saying that that's the reason why this happened, but if it is, it makes sense that neither one of these guys wants to really talk about it. It's probably right? the case. Yeah. And then, uh, but uh, in, in this week's uh, Explain Yourself, I tried to dig in, man. All these lips are pretty sealed. But uh, here's what I was able to gather in my, uh, <clears throat> in my uh, investigation. First, I spoke with Tom Brady. And uh, mm. I started out saying, hey, uh, hey, Tom, it's Jonathan Rollins from NFL, Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, you tried bringing Antonio Brown over to New England from the Raiders, and then you gave his career more life out in Tampa. Now he publicly and bizarrely walks out on the team. How do you feel about the current situation? Obviously a, a difficult situation. And, um, you know, I think we all want, you know, him to, to you know, just I think everybody should find, uh, you know, hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that, that you know, he really needs it. And, um, you know, we all love him. We care about him deeply. Mm. Um, you know, mm. we want to see him be at his best. And, you know, unfortunately it won't be with our team. We all love him. Care okay. Um, I mean, we all know this is a difficult situation, but you brought this onto the team. He was known to be a problem and 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 didn't get better. This is your boy, Tom. And uh, are are you going to take any responsibility for bringing him around? Thanks, Tom. Again, I think the most important thing about football are the relationships with their your friends and your teammates, and they go beyond the field and. Um, you know, I think everyone should should be very compassionate and Passionate. empathetic toward you know um, some very difficult things that are happening. Oh, okay. Mm. Got to be compassionate. The guy's got uh, rape allegations. All right. Uh, I figured yeah. I, I can't I can't get through to Tom. Uh, everything else, the other reporters were asking questions. He kept just answering and like re- deflecting. So I, I figured I'd go to the source. On to Bruce. Uh, Bruce, uh, Tom spoke about uh, compassion and having empathy and, and how that's important. What will you be doing to show Antonio Brown that, com- that compassion that Tom uh, Brady speaks about? What will you be doing, Bruce? He is no longer a buck. All right, that's the end Ooh, of the story. Let's talk about snap. the guys that went out there and won the game. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't want to talk about those guys. I want to talk about the situation that we're <laughs> You know what we're here for. You gave this guy so many chances, and the signs were there that he doesn't deserve to be a part of a locker room. We get that he's talented, but why keep him on the team? Oh, shit. <laughs> I dropped a bunch of stuff over here. Uh, sorry, Bruce. Uh, didn't you know that something like this was bound to happen? Uh, I'm not talking about him. He's not a part of the Bucks. Uh, Br- Bruce! Seriously, man. <laughs> Bruce, you're known as a player's coach. And the narrative now is that if it doesn't work out with you, then it won't work anywhere. What do you want to do uh, and what do you want for Antonio Brown going forward, Bruce? I wish him well. I hope um, if he needs help, get some. And uh, But, um, yeah, I, it's very hard because I do care about him. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Uh, do, do you feel like you went against your better judgment keeping this guy around at the very least? No, I have no regrets. I just I just hope the best for him. Okay. All right. Well, um, oh. All right. That, that's all I could get, man. That's all I could get out of these guys, man. I, was, I tried my best, man, it's NFL uh, audience. I tried my best to get what I could. Uh, I, I don't think they really explained themselves. <laughs> but uh, I, I'll, I'll say this. We we talked about a little, we talked about this a little bit over the phone. Uh, there's obviously um, 
you know, well, okay. It's clear that the PR people got to everybody before, yeah, before the real story could come out. Uh, and there is this effort for whatever reason to try and paint this mental health. Oh, I'm um, annoyed by that, man. Scenario. Um, and, and you can see it across the NFL media too. I watched, yeah. I watched some things yesterday and you could definitely see that there were people already out there kind of basically just trying to be careful. Like, Hey, yeah. what if this is a mental health situation and we come out and have these hot takes about Antonio Brown? Like that's not going to look good when people go back and watch the tape, bro. It's not going to look good, <laughs> you know? So they're erring on the side of caution so that they don't look like assholes. Here's where I come down on it. Um, well, first of all, I have a hard time. I mean, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all that Antonio Brown has some kind of mental health issue, like something bipolar or yeah. whatever. Uh, I've known people like Antonio Brown in my life, the kind of people yeah. where really great people, you say, you say the one wrong thing and the wires get crossed and suddenly they just like do something crazy. Like I I've had friends like that in my life. Um, I've had girlfriends like that. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't care how many times this kid has been getting hit in the fucking head. Like, I don't think mental health explains his decision-making process. This is not something new for Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has a long historical track record of burning bridges with teams over dumb shit, dumb drama that he created all by himself. Last week, he was bitching and moaning in front of the press because they were asking him questions about his fake vaccine card, and he blamed the media for creating drama. Here's the thing. It's Antonio Brown who creates his own drama. No, nobody in the media, media went out there and got him to create a fake vaccination card. He did that, right? Yeah. That's your drama, dude. You got to own that shit. So, I, I, you know, and you throw on top of that the way that he treats women, uh, yep. you know, the rape allegations, and not only that, like His fucking like to it. the response and also like um, the, the gaslighting and yeah. also the fucking like posting their – their personal information online so that people can go after them, like not just blaming the victim, but also putting the victim in Attack the crosshairs. It. Yeah. Um, so again, I don't care if the guy got hit by a fucking 18 wheeler truck. I, I, I don't give a shit. And <laughs> if Antonio Brown, if that was the last time we saw Antonio Brown in the national football league, I'm here for it. I wish the Let's league go. would say something too. They never do, man. <clears throat> They well, they do. realize that the less they say, the better, yeah. right? Because if it's not, the league always takes the approach. It was like, well, technically, we're not involved in this. Yeah. And until we're tied to it, we ain't saying shit. And the PA doesn't really do anything either. The Players Association. Mm-mm. Because I don't think anybody wants to go on record. Yeah. It's, with this it's, thing. A, it's a shame. There's so much cowardice in there. And also the other thing is, is that if this is not, I mean, we've talked about this many times on this podcast that how great it is that we've reached a point in, in sports, especially where it's now acceptable to have a real honest conversation about mental health issues. Yeah. If this ain't one of them, yep. then you're just doing damage to that conversation. Well said, Skiff. By giving this guy a pass. 
you're 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 ruining well progress. Said, <laughs> I got a, I got a chair for that, yeah. man. It's, it's it's all lip service if these guys aren't you know uh, really trying to put some action behind it. You're and ruining the progress that's yeah. been made. You're ruining all the progress that's been made in the mental health conversation, and you're actually giving people who the people who don't want to have that conversation around sports, you're just giving them ammunition to attack what I feel is a good thing. That's, that's kind of sweeping across the entire sports landscape. Well said, man. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, and fuck that guy. Got to throw one out there. And that's uh, the last time I'm going to discuss this. <laughs> I can't get to a fast. That'll be the last time that I address it. <laughs> That's right. Last time. I'm not oh, having it. Never and I noticed ever. I was really. Never. Yeah. And I was really glad to see on the Facebook group, like, you know, because sometimes, you know, you got these fans who were like full on homers. Um, <clears throat> one of our Bucks fans was really like putting the fire to, to Antonio Brown. Nice. We got great. Uh, I thought, got it, great, I thought uh, it was listeners. good to see. I thought it was good to see a Bucks fan like really give it to this guy and be like, you know what, fuck this guy. It's like, yeah, good, good. That good, needs good, to good. happen more. And I do like that uh, Bruce Arians put his foot down, but it didn't feel like it felt like he had already given him too much leeway, and having him on a team was a football decision. And now he didn't yeah. need him. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, we've already talked about this idiot too much. Can we move on? Yeah, the next game, I want to mention something that happened at the game. Did you yeah. see, well, the Eagles beat Washington 20-16. to 16. <laughs> But after the game, Jalen Hurts was walking to the locker room. And the fans are leaning on this rickety fucking stadium uh, over to leaning over trying to reach out to him and get high five. <laughs> water. And the railing breaks and these motherfuckers fall on the ground. And Jalen Hurts yeah. seems like a nice guy. He's trying to help him up. And then these fucking goofballs get up and then try to take pictures with him and shit. <laughs> and then Jalen Hurts is like, oh, shit. Now he's like surrounded by fans and he's trying to play it <laughs> off. But, you know, he's like, man, somebody help me. And security is just slowly waddling over there to go help him out. It was just a fu- funny situation. Uh, that, was that was a funny hilarious. situation. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. That was certainly the most eventful thing that happened in this I game. I was going to say the game was so wet. This was a typical NFC East dumpster fire where the Eagles were able to do just enough to keep their playoffs, playoff hopes alive. I'm totally I think embarrassed actually, and totally ashamed. Yeah, should be. Um, Washington football team looked pretty good in the first half. Yeah. Um, they scored on all their first half drives, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this running back, Jarrett Patterson, was really good. I don't think I really – he wasn't on my radar. I don't know him. He looked good. Um, yeah, it wasn't on mine either. <clears throat> Heineke wasn't that bad. 27 for 36, 247 yards. Um, but, of course, he did throw that interception at the end in the end zone. Um, he's he's kind of ending the game. He's fits tragic. Yeah. The Eagles didn't do much, really, until the second half. Defense stepped up, stepped up had three sacks, had Heineke under pressure for the second half of the game. Hertz started using his legs, moving the sticks. Boston yep. Scott, he's fun. Yeah, he um, is fun. A diving touchdown, the second one, I think. That was great. Um, Washington football team did not score a single point in the second half, which allowed the Eagles to kind of slowly sort of take the game over and squeak out the win. 
Um, each each like individual, said, each individual yeah. coach, each individual player, each Absolutely. everybody in in the building. <laughs> you know, he's really fun to make fun of. Uh, but I gotta say, uh, he's taken yeah. a very mediocre team and turned them into a slightly less mediocre team <laughs> that has managed to yeah. kind of sneak into the playoffs. I mean, that's like. I mean, that was sort of what I was hoping for for Arthur Smith and the Falcons. I didn't expect them to have this huge turnaround. Um, but if they had managed to sneak into the playoffs, you'd be like, well, shit, maybe we're headed in the right direction. So I think the Eagles should feel pretty good about this. Eagles Especially with it being a, a last-minute type of rushed hiring of a coach. Mm-hmm. It came off yeah. cycle. They didn't plan on firing Doug Peterson and all that stuff happened. The team basically <clears throat> That's made That's true. A that was a weird situation. That yeah, was weird. So, uh, the fact that they um, might have found their coach in such a situation, it says one thing about Jeff Lurie, too, you know, that he's got an eye for it because Peterson was a good coach. And then now you find mm-hmm. this guy both young and, you know what I mean, like, or young at coaching. You know what I mean? That's good stuff, man, if he's the guy. <laughs> Here's the situation as far as I understand it. The Eagles occupy the seventh and final playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles have clinched. I'm I'm pretty sure that they've clinched that spot. So the only spots um, available. Uh, we could talk about it next episode. I know, but I, yeah, we and can dig into the it. Saints, the Saints who are right behind them, I think if everything goes according to the way they want it to go, it's actually the 49ers who were in the sixth spot who who could get knocked out on okay. the final week of the season. Okay. That'll be so, fun, to, fun to watch. It's not as fun as the Raiders and the uh, Chargers going at it. No, definitely not. Um, All right. Next game, we got the Rams <laughs> sneaking past the Baltimore Ravens. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> barely. <Yeah. laughs> they they could have lost it. I was like, yo, I'm all worried about Cincinnati. And then the Rams out here doing this shit going to lose their division. Uh, I know. Thanks to a dreadful performance by my man, former Bulldog Matt Stafford. What the hell, man? He was uh, supposed to come over there. He was supposed to be. God, the, he was bad. The, he was supposed to be pretty woman to uh, to uh, Sean McVay. And now it's looking like he's just a regular, <laughs> regular old girl. He threw, he threw the NFL lead leading, leading fourth pick six of the season. <laughs> Um, I'm like, what are you doing? Followed bro? up, followed up by an eight play drive that ended with Stafford's second interception of the day. Uh, Is he, he bored? threw it into triple coverage. You see that? Throws it into triple coverage. He to should OBJ. thank, o- but OBJ saved the day. Oh, we'll get to that at the end because that was great. Um, but yeah, Detroit Lions Matthew Stafford was on full display in this in this one. Um, Huntley on the other hand, was out there balling, doing his best. Um, you know, he he threw a pick too, right? Uh, he threw a pick that led to a Rams TD. Yeah. Stafford a cup. That that happened finally late. Yep. Um, the big pass. That, that kind of uh, – I think it was on third <clears throat> down too. Um, second half looked like – more disaster for the Rams after this like <laughs> seven play red zone sack fumble by Stafford. Luckily it only led to a field goal. Um, I mean, Huntley, obviously he's, I said it a few weeks ago that I'd rather have Huntley than Matt Stafford 
or than uh, no, sorry, I'd rather have Huntley than uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, I still think I, I st- <laughs> maybe that's crazy to say. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just ready to get rid of Matt Ryan. I get I that. Know. That makes sense. Man, I'm just being I'm being irrational. Maybe. Maybe Raven, being irrational. Ravens eight and eight. I think is a remarkable job by John Harbaugh this year that the Ravens were even close. Like they won eight games. They got decimated yeah. by injuries and COVID and all of That's that true. this year. Uh, so the only real points they scored in this game were the pick six by Chuck Clark. The rest yeah. of it was all Justin Tucker kicking field goals. Yeah, and we um, thought that he was so, gonna, at the end. You thought that he was going to win it. Like they were like. The leg, he, he might do it once they got the lead and they got the ball back. Like, Ken Huntley put Tucker close enough, but he just couldn't. Mm. Well, he got sacked in the game. That Aaron was nice. Donald. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Donald and the, and company just, yeah. And the Rams the finally got The Rams finally got smart in the second half when they started handing the ball off to my man, former Bulldog, uh, Sonny <laughs> yes, Michelle. Michelle, 19 yeah. carries, 74 yards. I think Stafford's one of those quarterbacks, man. He needs a good running back to balance out his potential, you know, failures, more or less, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, we'll but whatever, they, they both do, played for the Bulldogs. It's not a big deal that they're all Bulldogs, <laughs> but it's, you know. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, the the Chargers played yeah. the Broncos. They won thirty four. But that OBJ. Oh, well, we got to talk about bad. that touchdown though. Yes, that yes, OBJ touchdown was crazy. And that play. So there were two plays. They, they he throws it to OBJ on fourth and five. Yeah. Right. And he gets it right at at, yes. at the first down marker. Late falling right? back I mean, arm out. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And then he makes the catch. And I don't even I feel like I need to go back and watch the tape to even understand like how because OBJ catches the ball and then he's he the way he twisted his body and yeah. reached out his arm to just barely hit the pot. I mean, that was like That's crazy. You gotta say I mean the <clears throat> game one of the OBJ experience in LA was nothing to write home about. Right. But since then this guy has really stepped up. Yeah. Um, he's car- so he's kind of carrying the team sometimes because they lost Woods a little bit, and this has been the OBJ bit, yeah. show. The uh, it reminds me of like we we take for granted the level of practice and time these guys put in. When you I think about the um, to talk about basketball a bit when Ray Allen makes that crazy mm-hmm. shot, uh, and yeah. uh, when he's falling back, he, he turns around like running backwards, gets to the spot, never looks down, hits the three to keep the heat in the mm-hmm. game, and then they end up winning the championship. And then they talk yep. to him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I practice that shot all the time. I'm like, what? You practice that shot, running backwards and shooting the three? And then uh, it's like this. Like, this guy knows the field so much and all of these toe taps and all the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. They're practicing this shit. It's crazy that these guys are so – they practice it all of crazy. these elements of the game. <clears throat> the, uh, the Rams have not technically clinched their division yet. Um, so they're they in the two lose. spot. They're playing the playing the 49ers next week, who desperately need a win to guarantee yeah. that they go to the postseason. Ravens are in the 10 spot. Um, they need to beat the Steelers next week, plus they need the Patriots to beat the Dolphins, and they need the Raiders to beat the Chargers, and they need the Browns to lose one of their final games, which they already have, and they need the Jags to beat the Colts. So, yeah, good luck with <laughs> Sorry, that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it's been real. 
Kind of makes you wonder how they feel about going for it on fourth down or going for two or Ooh, just saying, you know. Skip, I don't know messy. if that strategy. You messy. I don't know skip. if that strategy is looking so good. Let's <laughs> get messy. So, and that's uh, and I'm just gonna say, not a big deal, but that's like a double L for the Harbaugh's. So fuck you guys. <laughs> Bulldogs again. That's right. Fuck that guy. We beat guy. the other Harbaugh. <laughs> Fuck them Harbaugh's. Oh, Fuck man. I like the Harbaugh's. <laughs> I do too, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I gotta. We gotta run through some of these games, man. The Chargers beat up on the Broncos. Broncos look like shit. Drew Lock is not the answer. Never will be nope. any answer. And the Broncos feel nope. it. Just like it's so crazy to me. They're seven and nine. Imagine if they had a quarterback. Imagine if they had Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, one of these guys that we're everybody's talking about, Deshaun Watson. If they get one of these quarterbacks, watch out for Denver, and we might be picking them to ruin our bet next year. Yeah. Shout out to Andre Roberts for the 101 yard kickoff return TD. That was nice. Oh, yeah. That was a beauty. Yeah, really uh, nice. Uh, and, Broncos uh, are out of the playoffs, obviously. Herbert, man, uh, he's a. He threw that. Sometimes he just throws the ball to the other team in the worst way. <laughs> he does. Because yeah. every He's time he throws the ball, it looks fantastic. And, when but it's then in he'll the air. throw it to yeah, and the, the the wind up everything about it looks perfect, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's right to the other team. Okay, what were you looking at? <laughs> That's he's one of those quarterbacks where when the ball's in the air, you're like, oh, damn, that's a pretty looking pass, <laughs> but you just don't know who's going to catch it. Yeah, that's exactly. It's, it's he crazy, can throw man. it to the other team, or he could throw like that beautiful diving yeah. touchdown yes. catch to was that Mike Evans? Mike, Mike Williams, yeah. Mike Williams, where he's diving across the goal. Yeah. I mean, like that's just like pretty as a picture. I love, I love watching Justin Herbert, man. It's it's fun to watch him play, and uh, yeah. hopefully they keep big receivers out there so he can keep slinging it like that because he's one of those <clears> people that. Uh, and once he gets it down, like the uh, all the, like what he's looking at, and the game slows down even more for him, he's going to be really dangerous because right now he's just all uh, leaning on his talent. Like I could get that in there. Mm. But soon he's gonna know I can move this guy with my eyes, and then I come back over here and get that to a wide open guy. Now you know what I mean, right? Yeah, you gotta watch the tape. Uh, man. Yeah. So, like we said, Chargers um, are in a win and in scenario against the Raiders. Raiders next week, um, or I guess a tie would also work, right? A tie. Oh, if they should. tie the Raiders, yeah, they get in. Point. Yeah. Um, Can't I mean, wait. Yeah. A little bit of the kissing your sister for the tie, uh, getting the playoffs on a tie, you know. That'd be um, crazy. The uh, um, then we got the 49ers beat up on the lowly Houston Texans, twenty three to seven. Yeah. Uh, Davis Mills, oh, he's fun. Some some about him is fun, but it ain't going. Anywhere. <laughs> Rookie of the year, bro. <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it, to me, no. this uh, this game. Okay, this game. I swear to God, it look if if all you did was look at the box score, you might actually think that Trey Lance was good in this game. But trust oh me, no, he was not. No, he was bad. This none of this like none of these stats that you see really got cooking until pretty late in the game. He yeah. was bad. This was a bad bad game. This game was not fun to watch. No. Um, it wasn't until late in the third or early in the fourth quarter that he started to put it together. Um, yeah. 
Davis Mills got sacked three times, so that helped. Um, yeah. I mean, the 49ers D shut down the run game. They managed to stop Rex Burkhead, which is something that... <laughs> how, um, can, how can somebody you know, do that? <laughs> which is something that apparently the Chargers can't do. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell had a nice day. Mm, but yeah, Trey Lance looked bad, I thought. Yeah, um, they can't win with It kind of makes me wonder. Trey Lance... I mean, he didn't look scary at all to me. It kind of makes me wonder, like, why Shanahan traded up to the three spot to pick this kid. We like, never really, know, was man. This, honestly, you never know. I, it's too. I get that it's too early. It is too early to judge what Trey Lance is going to be as an NFL quarterback. I'm saying before but, you draft, you never know. Like Jamarcus Russell looked like the the real deal. He yeah, could throw the ball I, seventy yards. I think Trey Lance was a very risky pick. The oh, guy okay. didn't play. He sat out his entire last college year because like he chose to sit out because of the COVID situation. Right. Like, so he didn't have anything on tape for a whole year. And you're telling me that this guy is somehow better than Justin Fields. Yeah. You trade like, up for him too. Yeah. You traded all the way up and you thought that was the third best quarterback in the draft. Mm. I mean, even Mac Jones, I mean, whatever, I don't know. You can't say that Mac Jones would be having as good a year in San Francisco as he is in New England, but I, I don't plus know. I they just had think... a, plus, they had a starting quarterback there. Yeah. The best ones, I, I mean, think... like, the, the really good quarterbacks a lot of times sit sit back the first year anyway. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that at this point, Jimmy G gives you the best chance to win at, yeah. for the 49ers, in my opinion. Definitely. I, I don't think this this kid either doesn't have it or him, he's not. If you sneeze on Jimmy G or run really quickly past him, he's going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know he's starting. It's a to... good thing he's so. It's a good thing he's so handsome. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess we can move on. Cowboys lose to the Cardinals, twenty-two to twenty-five. Um, Man. Cardinals very nearly let this one slip away. Yeah. Um, they were up twenty-two to seven going into the fourth quarter when the Cowboys finally turned it on. Cliff. And what has to be what has to be said was a dreadful offensive performance by the Cowboys. I don't know what's point. up with them, man. And sometimes they mm. look like the scariest offense in the league, and then sometimes they look like they did in the first half of this game. I was like, what is happening? But Arizona does have a pretty good defense. And their they their defense was great. Dak, Dak was their leading rusher, 20 yards. That's a problem. <laughs> yes, and he's not even a scrambling quarterback. Amari Cooper, seven targets, three catches, 18 yards. Gallup, three catches, 49 yards. CD Lamb, three kids catches, fifty-one yards. Cedric Wilson, I, he he. Cedric Wilson actually threw yeah. the longest pass of the game, thirty-one yards to Pollard. Those are all problems. What the yeah. fuck? A week after what they did to the Washington football team, who I get it, yeah, you know, good point. was decimated, but still, guys, uh, the Cardinals' defense was. I mean, Buda, I felt like there was like four Buda Bakers out there. Didn't <laughs> yes. it feel like that? That motherfucker. That guy was. Man. Yeah. That guy was everywhere. He was blocking passes at the line, breaking up passes in the secondary. He had a sack. Um, he was he was a beast. Isaiah Simmons, too. Did you see that play where he almost sacked Prescott? And you think Prescott's going to go run the ball, and Isaiah Simmons just ran him down and punched the ball out. Yes. Fumble. Recovery. Uh, unbelievable. Well, he's fast. Simmons is very, very fast. And I told you before the game, Baby Yoda undefeated in that Dallas Cowboys stadium. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. 
8-0 in that stadium going all the way back to high school. Hmm. He was pretty good. Scrambling, throwing against – some of those throws where he's, like, throwing against his body. It's just like you're not supposed um, to do that. You're not supposed to exactly. do that. Exactly. And it works for him. <clears throat> he also missed a few wide open – he missed some passes. He's done that the last couple oh, yeah. weeks where he had some guys where it was like, you drop that one in a bucket, that's a touchdown. He missed Christian Kurt on a, on a mm-hmm. go route going down the – go back and watch the tape, bro. Uh, <laughs> he hit If he too. had caught that, yeah, it, it would have – that would have been a – that would have been a touchdown. Uh, but thank God for what's his name. Who was the guy who caught all the touchdown passes? That guy was unreal. Uh, I uh, never heard of him before. Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, Antoine Wesley. He yeah, made some amazing catches in this game. Amazing. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, but but okay. All right. None <laughs> of these catches can compare to what was easily the great this is like it might be the greatest catch of the season it, it, it's fourth and two cardinals are on their own 36 yard line they're only up three nothing at this point they're, they're lined up to punt and they snap the ball to chris banjo you ever heard of that guy <laughs> banjo chris no, banjo chris Who's named banjo, banjo? Yeah. <laughs> chris banjo he lofts up a pass to this guy, Jonathan Ward, who's flying through the air backwards. He catches it with one hand, pressing it up against the defender's helmet as they're falling to the ground like a full-on helmet catch. It was unreal. If you haven't seen it, you absolutely have to I go back I and watch to, yeah, this. Yeah, I got to watch it. Insane one-handed helmet catch. Rides it all the way to the ground. I mean – you know, David Tyree did it in the Super Bowl, obviously. This right. was, you know, obviously this game wasn't nearly as as huge a consequence, but still, it was unreal. Unworldly play. Uh, and it happened to keep this 15-play, uh, eight-and-a-half-minute drive alive that ended with the Cardinals' first touchdown of the night. It was an absolutely huge play. Um, yeah. I think the Cowboys got screwed at the end. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like we have to talk about that. What what happened at the end? Please remind me. I'm 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 blurring so the, on this game for some reason. At the end, um, oh, I'm watching Edmonds, that kid. Whoa! See? <laughs> How did I see? not see this? I was unbelievable. Maybe I dozed off I was, or something. Catch of the year, bro. Catch of the year. Easy. Everybody else can just sit the fuck down. That's the catch of the year. Uh, end of the game. Edmonds fumbles. Before okay. he hits the ground on the final drive of the game, um, which they were able to, you know, the refs called him down um, before he fumbled the ball. Cowboys were out of timeout, so they couldn't mm. challenge the call. All right. And if you go back and look at the tape, I think he the ball is loose before his knee hits the ground, right? And is um, it is within two minutes? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. The yeah. last two minutes of the game, they should review it. Everything's reviewable, reviewable uh, with two minutes. Maybe it was before the two minutes. I don't know. But here's the thing. The reason why the Cowboys didn't have any timeouts, which turns out to be a little brilliant. At the time, I was like, what are they doing? Cowboys have one timeout in the drive before this. Mm-hmm. And uh, they stopped the Cardinals, even though the Cardinals were in field goal range. And assuming the Cardinals were going to kick a field goal, 
He sends out his field goal, you know, special teams unit. Uh, and Kingsbury sends out Matt Prater and Kyler Murray onto the field, <laughs> which causes the Cowboys to go, whoa, 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 fuck, what the fuck's going on here? They call a timeout. Oh, wow. They regroup. They call their last timeout. And then when the Cardinals come back on the field, uh, they send Matt Prater out to kick a field goal. End of story. So that's the reason why they didn't have any timeouts left to challenge. Look at Cliff, that huh? Fumble. Look at Shifty. Cliff. Okay, I got to give some props where it's due, man. Good job, Cliff. It was a, on that one. It was a weird, confusing moment that seems so like of consequence. zero consequence yeah, yeah, yeah. that just loomed large at the end of this game. It was unbelievable. You know, people blame uh, Mike McCarthy more than they want to give Cliff Kingsbury credit, but that's good. good. Oh, of course, because Mike McCarthy is terrible at game management. Um, the Cardinals technically can still win the NFC West by beating the Seahawks next week if the Rams obviously lose to the 49ers. Uh, Cowboys miss out on a chance to win the NFC number one spot. Um but they've already clinched their division, so they're yeah. either going to be two, three, or four going yeah. into the playoffs. We'll see. They'll be a scary team um, to go up against anyway, though, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Next up, we got Panthers and Saints. Oh, God, this was a terrible football Ugh. game. 18 to 10, the Saints win. Absolute nope. embarrassment of a football game. Yeah. Uh, the only thing shittier than Taysom Hill in this game was Sam Darnold. <laughs> uh, honestly. Yeah, he's so bad, man. How's, I mean, how's Kamara, he better than Simeon? I don't get it. Because it's, it it's another dimension to the game. I don't get it how they think that, that Taysom Hill gives them a better chance to win football games. I get it. They won this game, but whatever. Uh, this was bad. Yeah. Um, we don't even have to talk about it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Other than... The they they that, can still make it to the know, playoffs, though, the Saints. But, I mean, that's that's they, impressive they, they, in they, its own right, too. Once they lost to Winston, me, I thought ins- it was over. It's insane that they're still mathematically capable of, of, of getting into the playoffs. I think they need the Rams to beat the 49ers, which that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Saints need to beat the Falcons, which they won't because – I'm I'm saying it right here. It's not happening. Skipster Thomas has spoken. Ooh. The Falcons are going to ruin the Saints season by beating them next week on the final game of the season. So just pack it up, Saints fans. <laughs> this is why the NFL was brilliant when they switched to uh, division games on the last game of the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got the Seahawks uh, beat the brakes off the Detroit Lions. I felt bad for Dan Campbell. Seahawks yeah. said, fuck y'all. We're going to beat the shit out of y'all, and put up 51 points on them. God damn. Russell Wilson is out here auditioning for his next team, going 20 (laughs) for 29, 236 yards, four motherfucking touchdowns. I know that Seahawks fans are tired of us talking about Russ moving on, but honestly, we do not care. Uh, (laughs) Russ is probably the big reason why I like the Seahawks, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I do hate to see him go. But, man, if there was ever a dude who deserved a second chapter in a new spot, in my opinion, it's him. Yeah. Um, and he's gone, but. Um, they're just not going to want that. But it's going to happen anyway. Mm. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. Rashad Penny has been a nice surprise. He had man. a good day. They, uh, they came alive, too. They peaked at the, the when it was too late, man. Because they look really, mm-hmm. really good. 
even though they're playing a bad Detroit team that put up 29 points, but you know. And DK a, Metcalf, I mean, is there is there anyone better at snatching the ball out of the air the way he jumps? It's almost like he's hovering in the air yeah. when he jumps. Yeah, and he's just he, like hovering. He's just like, give me that shit. Like, and he squeezes the ball like you, you know some air comes out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he squeezing it like he wants so to kill hard. it. Yeah, he yeah. Might pop a ball one day. Uh, the Lions are fighters, though. They put up 29 points. Ah. Um, but this Tim Boyle fella, <laughs> you, just, you just not going to want that, in, in my opinion. They're just not um, going to want that. <laughs> he threw three motherfucking picks. Three. Yeah, three picks. Yeah. Uh, my man, former Bulldog DeAndre Swift, was back in there getting a couple of carries. But you what can was tell golf? he wasn't 100%. Was it COVID? I don't know. I thought golf was going to be back for this Me game. Me too. Maybe I, they just, was back. Oh. I don't know. I'm on Ross St. Brown continues to look good. I like yeah. him. Yeah, I like him too. Um, both teams are out of the playoffs. Um, Lions are playing the Packers in the last game. So mm. that doesn't really matter. No. Seahawks are playing the Cardinals. I guess they have a chance to kind of maybe spoil their seeding or something like that. But there's not a lot to play for for either one of these teams in the final week. I think we'll see some Jordan mm-hmm. Love. In that uh, Packers game, yeah, they should. I mean, they've already clinched the first spot, right? I mean, yeah. we can move on to that. Packers thirty-seven to ten against the Vikings, just absolutely manhandled the Kirk Cousinless Vikings, who were forced to start Sean Mannion. <laughs> I didn't even know what their backup was. Huh? <laughs> it was what I thought. Huh? <laughs> uh, Sean Mannion. I mean. <laughs> I've never, never heard of this guy. How are some of these quarterbacks out of a job? I don't know. 22 Sean, for 36, 189 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Um, and that TD came very late in the game when the Packers were already up 30 to three. So, like, <laughs> he was totally not a threat at all. Uh, Vikings turned the ball over on downs like three times in this game. So, you know, also not good. Um, Got to go for it on fourth, man. If it's not going to work on third down. <laughs> We got to give a shout out to him. Uh, next, yeah. Next episode, we'll talk about the man, the myth. I mean, Rogers, Rogers calmly and decisively did his thing. Uh, Devonte Adams had 136 yards and a touchdown. Lazard had a great touchdown catch. Yeah. AJ Dillon was running dudes over. He had two touchdowns. Uh, Packers D took care of Dalvin Cook. Only had 13 yards rushing. Well, I mean, you could just stack the box, man. You know, those Mannion guys mm-hmm. don't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, where's he going? Nowhere. <laughs> uh, you ain't going nowhere, boy. <clears throat> yeah. I don't but, know what to tell you. This just wasn't a real football team going up against the Packers. The Vikings blew their chance to break the one-possession game record, unfortunately. Um, you know, I've been tracking this. They did. Yeah. They lost by more than one possession here, for sure. But did you say they definitely would? T- you said they definitely would lose, like get. <laughs> Didn't you say? That I the thought they were going to break be... the record. Oh really? Yeah, I thought, I thought they were going to break gonna... it. Okay. I wanted them. I was rooting for them to break it. They can tie it on the last, but that's no fun. Um. Yeah. So, right. but then... uh, because the Cardinals beat the Cowboys, the Packers have clinched the NFC Championship. Boom. Uh. So they got the first round by. Plus the playoffs, uh, and if they keep winning, then the road to the Super Bowl goes through Lambeau Field. That's in in one of the places where you know where that still kind of matters. I think. 
Yeah. The uh, final game, which was the yeah. the cherry on top of our bet death, was the uh, <laughs> yeah. Cleveland Browns out there looking like shit against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Our, our bet sputtered to conclusion. Uh, thankfully, Cincinnati made it a little easier pill to swallow. Because if we would have had to stay yeah. up until and, and find out that the Monday night game was like this, then that would have sucked even more. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Baker Mayfield is not making it look like he's the franchise quarterback of the future over there, man. But TJ White, White was a terror, but still. Yeah. The thing that annoys me about this game, okay, so first of all, Big Ben obviously looks like he's going out with a victory. Last, what will likely be his last home game in Seattle or in um, um, in Pittsburgh. Um, I would have preferred to see him leave the NFL in handcuffs, but that's just me. <laughs> um, and don't buy this bullshit. This kind of historical send off victory. You know, they're like, oh yeah, he led the team to victory. He didn't lead shit. Okay. No. Uh, he was twenty four for thirty six, one hundred twenty three yards. Only one touchdown, a pick. So these headlines, and I'm seeing this morning, a big band leads Steelers to emotional victory. They wrote that headline before the game even started. Okay, you know what? Remember when you remember when this last happened for the Steelers? And I know some Seahawks fans are gonna be glad I'm saying this and showing y'all some love. But that fucking Mm. Super Bowl that they robbed the Seahawks of, so that Mm. Jerome Bettis could have a send off storybook conclusion to his career was mm. bullshit. And that's when mm. that happened last for the Steelers because they really wanted Jerome Bet. And then he fumbled in the game before that uh, to get to the Super mm. Bowl against the Colts. Uh, he mm-hmm. was right on the goal line, fumbles the ball, and then uh, Big Ben <clears throat> runs the ball down, and then they kick a field goal, and that's how they won still. But they really wanted mm. to paint this picture. He was playing in Detroit. He's from Detroit. He's uh, put in all these mm. years with the same team. They call him the bus. You know, and uh, mm. yeah, and and, and yeah. then they had to like call some some bullshit uh, offensive pass interference to win it. I don't know. It's a whole lot of bullshit. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not here for this lie. Uh, Big Ben threw a single five yard touchdown pass. The rest was Boswell and field goals. Caps. This fucking guy, Captain Hansy, didn't do shit. Right? Okay. <laughs> it was the the defense that won the day with nine sacks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, T.J. Watt lived in the backfield back there. Uh, (laughs) It's almost like he was catching the snap for him, and then he would give it to Baker Mayfield and then sack him. (laughs) Here you go. Here, Here, hold this while I tackle your ass. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What's your take? Okay, so he's got 21.5 sacks on the year. He's one away from uh, Strahan's record. What's your take on that, on the potential of that being broken? on what is essentially an extra mm. game. Well, Strahan can always you, say you I did it. it. He can always say I did it within 16 games. But um, You put an I asterisk love- on it? But TJ, but has TJ Watt played every game of the year? He hasn't. He's that been don't ma- I mean, I don't know, man. I, I like Strahan more. <laughs> you put an asterisk? You put in, would you say you no, put an asterisk? No, I mean, they, the, the Dolphins, the, the 72 Dolphins are still having champagne every time a team loses. Even though they won when it was only fourteen games in the season, 
it was un- it was an undefeated season is an undefeated season uh um that's true a winless season is a winless season like the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that didn't win a game or or I think the Saints win a winless season back in the day I don't know some of these teams that true did that. that before the teams got more games it's like well you know if we would have had another game we would have won you know they can't say that <laughs> no. so uh I feel like it is what it is if uh what comes out there and does it then kudos to him but it doesn't take away from how great Strahan was, and it's cooler that Strahan did it in fewer games in a shorter season. Even though, it, even though his final sack was a joke. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, that too, and and people could say that too <laughs> to him, like, "Hey, you did get yeah. given the record." So maybe exactly. somebody will give it to what? Uh, speaking of records, Najee Harris broke Franco Harris's franchise rookie rushing record. Wow! Uh, thanks to a night where he had 188 yards on 28 carries. So that's oh what good for I him. thought. Big Ben, wait, I thought Ben won that game for them. Uh, yeah, no, that did not happen. <laughs> um, I actually think that this team is going to be scary good if they go out and get the right quarterback. I mean, look at Definitely. look around. I mean, they got a. They got a pretty decent receiving core. They got a great defense. They always they, got, they got receivers. They got a great rookie running back. I mean, yeah. good. Yeah. You go get one of the get best you the right guy. They got one of the best safeties in the league. They got really good corners. Yeah, man. I heard Matt Ryan's available if you want him. You know. <laughs> so imagine if like Aaron Rodgers goes there. Oof, that's scary. It'd be Willing uh, and really Dylan. They got a good tight end too. Willing and Dylan. Uh look, okay. You brought up Baker Mayfield. Obviously, he had a night that he's gonna want to forget. Um, you know, two touchdowns, two picks, um, laying down on his back quite a bit, which yeah. sounds cozy. Um, <laughs> but you know, when like 250, 300 pound large men are forcing you to lie down in that position it's not as nice as you might think uh oddly enough he finished the night with a better qb rating than ben roethlisberger just want to point that out um <laughs> you really don't like ben roethlisberger not that i'm tracking this uh it just caught my eye um but i would like to offer one thing for baker to hold his uh, to hang his hat on that doesn't really show up in the stat line or i guess i don't know it shows up a little bit but the, the dude got sacked nine times and he never fumbled the ball that's oh, kind of wow. remarkable very that's kind of surprising actually uh i mean it's not the kind of stat that gets you into the hall of fame but you know i don't know i just feel bad for the kid because Tua fumbled three Um, times with zero sacks (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. so that could happen too Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a very i like baker very interesting debate i I like him but um it feels like he is what he is which is like a they should keep looking for quarterbacks. I'll put it like that. I, He's a stopgap. I, I wouldn't like get rid of him. And if he asked for a whole crazy amount of money, then I'd be like, sorry, bro. But I would lowball him and see what happens. That seems to be the I move. Kinda, as much as I like him, and I, I, I do like his – I think he has a very interesting personality, and I think he has the right headspace yeah. to be a starting quarterback somewhere. But at this point, I feel like he's – and I think there's a lot of reasons to get cut him some slack too, based yeah. on based on the way the team. I mean, he did not. I mean, he, his offensive line allowed him to get sacked nine times last night. You know, huh. he's playing probably more more banged up than he's ever played. But where I come down on it is that I feel like overall he's kind of 
he's left a large enough sample size to show me that I think he's probably not the guy that gets them over the hump. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think they should keep looking to see if they can find something better. And if you don't, you got him. You know what I mean? And some nights he's great. Mm-hmm. He's the middle of the road. I mean, there's only 32. Or, and and if you can't find something better, then, you know, build up your offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they have a pretty good offensive line for exactly. the run game. But they, 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 but they don't really, nah, I don't know. I don't know what to potential. say about it, honestly. I think, and, and sometimes it's holding the ball too long, but what I think that, I think that teams always feel like if they keep the guy, the quarterback that's on the roster, that they mm-hmm. have to pay a crazy amount to keep him. Mm-hmm. And they could break that trend and be like, lowball him. Hey, man, we think you're middle-of-the-road quarterback. You're going to get middle-of-the-road quarterback money. We're not breaking any records here. You're not getting a Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. contract. We're going to, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, to keep you with, familiar with the system – Maybe you can get some sweeteners, a bunch of sweeteners in the pot. Like, you know, if you throw 30 touchdowns next year, then you get right. a, a crazy bonus. Something like that. A heavily incentivized we'll contract might be <clears throat> the way to go instead of guaranteed $80 million. You know what I mean? He doesn't eh, – I'd understand if they don't want to give it to him. If he gets it, more power to him. I love when the players get money, but I get it if they don't want to do it. Hmm. Uh, the Steelers are still not mathematically knocked out of the playoff hunt yet either. Uh, they needed to beat the Browns, which they did. Uh, they need to beat the Ravens next week. Um, but then it kind of goes sideways because they need the Jaguars to beat the Colts. So. Guess what Guess what streak uh, continued? Which one? Mike Tomlin still. Oh, not have a losing yeah. season. <laughs> I, I like that for him. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You like that? Like you like that? Yeah, man. I do uh, like him. He said he's never going to get a, a losing record. So. Never say never, but never. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, he should man. just retire. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> That'll be the last time that I address it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. shout out to that, man. I'm, I'm really glad because everybody thought That's this was cool. the year. This was the year. Yep. And this is 15 fucking years, man. Never yep. losing season. Impressive. I'm here for it. He's he's a good-ass coach. He's Players good. coach, not a big deal. But, you know. <laughs> Top three coaches in the league, man, easily, if not the best. Hmm. Um, Real MVP, who you got? I got to go Jamar Chase. You got a real MVP. Same here, man. We got the same. I mean, dude I, just went I, off. It's, it's insane. He's making he's making the quarterback better. <laughs> it's crazy. Some of those catches too, highly contested. And uh, he's doing it, and then and also the one the one that he caught on like at the beginning of the second half, where he outran like five yeah. dudes. A simple crossing route. He catches the ball fourteen yards down the field, and it just boom. Gone. How many guys in the league first. can do that? You could count Four. on like what, maybe one hand. How many guys can do that? Man, that was amazing. My trash of the week. I had written a whole thing mm. about my trash actually, and then I thought mm. about it more, and I changed it. Uh, my mm. original trash. It'll be the first time I ever done it. It's Miami Dolphins. <laughs> that was my original trash of the week. But then I thought about it, and they weren't as trash as the New York Giants, man. <laughs> it was hard like I, <laughs> I wanted to say it. I had written this whole thing man 
I had written this whole thing about the, and I thought about, I was like, wait a minute. The trash, like the 11 throws, <clears throat> fucking negative 10 yards. There's That's no, there's no worse trash than that. And, uh, and it's also a team that lost to the trash Dolphins. Well, they're not trash, but you know what I mean? Middle of the road Dolphins, but they mm. played like trash this week. But the mm. fucking Giants, man, that's the trash in this trash that uh, <clears throat> that was out there this week. And I, I really wanted to look fair and accuse my team of being this week's trash. But this week, New York Giants. You are trash! Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to stick with probably the most obvious trash of the week as oh, being yeah. Antonio Brown. You uh, are trash! He proved that he is what we already knew, that he, he basically is who we who we thought he was. Um, I feel like Bruce Arians gets an honorable mention here for but not they are living who we up to his, they were. For not living up to his, his yep. original statement yep. of uh, you know, one strike and you're gone. Yep. I get that he made a business decision, but you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, the NFL is often the place where integrity goes to die. And A B to just walk out on your team at any point, really, but especially when they need you the most, you have a chance to prove that you matter. And you get throw more catches. all your toys on the floor. Yeah. yeah. And then, but instead, he decides to throw all of his toys on the floor and walk out like a fucking idiot yep. after all these people have stepped up and vouched for him. Yeah, man. Right? On and off the field, it's kind of despicable. So, yeah, AB is my trash. You are trash. All right. Uh, Shit got learned. I can go first. Yeah. Shit they got learned this week, a painful week for us, is uh, our bet just wasn't meant to be. Mm. Bengals looked to be our spoiler, but no, it didn't matter. Cleveland was going to lay an egg anyway. We love the NFL for its unpredictability, any given Sunday and all of that. But damn it, this one stung a little bit. I was feeling good about our silly bet that started taking shape, and the NFL reminded us that any given Sunday – turns to any given month, turns to any given season, turns to any given playoff, and in turn, any given Super Bowl is brilliantly painful. That's the shit got, they got learned from me, man. Uh, with a, Man. <laughs> what? That was poetic, bro. <laughs> Thanks. That's all it, like, it came from pain, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm going to need a minute. That hurt. Yeah, man. That's, it was a... It was a rough one. I don't one, got man. no. I don't <laughs> got no tissues. I don't got nothing. That was that was, was a rough one, man. Woo. It was a rough one. <laughs> That's what it was, man. And and I, I, I play it over like, as you do. We never ever would have picked them to win that division. Like there was no way we win that bet. If Cincinnati wins the division, there was no way we thought they were going to be no. the last in the division. So it's like. We were gonna lose. Yeah. Kudos to them, but it, it shot our bet down. Mm. Uh, maybe in the season without the Ravens being hurt and all of that stuff, we would have lost by betting on the Browns. But it makes sense to lose to the Ravens, lose to the Steelers. Cincinnati shocked us all, man. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you ready now? Whew. Shit got learned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um. What did I learn? I mean, I learned a lot of things this week, but I think I learned that I'm not entirely sure I'm here for this extra playoff spot. Um, what? No, it, man, this is great. 
I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying that I like on the AFC side, I like what's happening. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody who's in or has a chance to get in, um, it feels like they deserve to be there, right? The line, final playoff spot is obviously you either got the Chargers or the or the Raiders. Either one of those teams, I, I, I'm I'm here for it. Um, but I I don't know about the NFC side, man. A, a situation where the Saints have an opportunity to make it to the playoffs, given how bad they are. Mm, um, okay. You really want to see that team in the playoffs right now, playing the way they're playing with their shitty quarterback? You got to think about um, the other side of it, though. Is that you mm. don't have two teams with a bye week anymore? That I like. So you can't have that. that. I like. like you can't have it unless you have a seventh team. To be fair to Saints fans, I would have felt the same way about the Falcons if the Falcons had snuck into that final playoff spot. As glad as I would have been for them to be in the playoffs, it's not like I would have sat here and and tried to argue that they have anything to offer in the playoffs. And you also got to you know think about I mean? another thing, another argument. Is that last year's playoffs featured a team with a losing record in there because of the system where the division winner gets in automatically? So you already had mm-hmm. it where you might get a shitty team in, and that True. was that was worse than the seventh seed fight. But the seventh seed fight made it fun last year. Mm. So I'm on. I'm. I'm. I basically what I learned is that I'm. I'm a little on the fence mm. with this. This extra yeah. playoff spot. I, I I do like that as an extra team. Um, in the NBA, half the teams go to the playoffs, and that's so it's such a watered down playoffs because of that. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, losing records mm. always get in, especially on the East. So mm. the the it's kind of like that. East on the in the NBA is kind of weaker. So uh, mm-hmm. and in the NFL, the AFC is the stronger one of the two. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I don't know. It's a sure. it's a crazy fight on the AFC side, but then the NFC side is just different. I don't know. It's going to be mm-hmm. different every year. The for me with a with a middle of the road team, it's good that there's an extra spot for <laughs> to possibly take. Mm. And it makes the last right. game a little more of a fight. It's because um, the biggest problem was teams sitting their court, sitting their team. You know mm. what I mean? Putting all the reserves in mm. because it's already figured out by the sixteenth game. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm here for that for sure. All right, um, scariest team in the AFC. Who you got? You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead and say it, man. Because I got a counter to it. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, baby. You know it. <laughs> Big time statement win, Joe Burrow. I don't know why, but I've always liked this dude. Transfers from LSU and his seat. To LSU in his senior year, betting on himself, putting on a season for the ages. Even when he was thrashing my Bulldogs in the SEC championship, there was something about him. I just couldn't I – could, I, I had to like him. He's so good. Uh, over 500 yards in the last game, damn near 500 in this one. He's got Mixon um, running the ball. He's got probably the best wide receiver core in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and Mixon. Don't forget about it. He – that motherfucker can go deep too. And the tight end. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Uzama. Yeah. Um, this team is scary fun. I'm all on board the Cincinnati train, baby. Let's go. Choo choo, motherfuckers. All right. I heard that shit. Wag Taylor's Wag Taylor, I agree. Is <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm I'm 
you've gotten me on the fence with Wack Taylor, especially yeah, after Wack that Taylor, insanity yeah. at the end of what the, the game. Fuck. All but right. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you knew I was gonna say that. <laughs> my scariest. AFC, and uh, shout out to Saga. I got no beef with you. You know, but uh, my scariest team is the Cincinnati. I mean, is the game. Ooh, I almost said it. Forty, forty and slip. <laughs> My, my scariest team is the Kansas City Chiefs. Hear me out. Okay. I know okay. they just lost to the team that you said is the scariest team. But that offense is so scary that the Bengals made stupid call after stupid call just to avoid letting them have the ball back. They are mm. the scariest team to who you say is the scariest team. So I believe that makes them the scariest team in AFC. It worked out for uh, the Bengals in the end in that game. Uh, but that team, yeah. the Chiefs t- team skills t- still scares me uh, more than any other team out there. I'm not as scared uh, of the Bengals right now. Here's what I would agree with regarding that statement. If these two teams had to play each other in the playoffs, yeah. I would have more faith in Andy Reid yeah. and his ability to adjust. After seeing than I would too, yeah. in Wack, then I would in in Wack Taylor. Yeah. I would have more faith in Andy Reid to go. You know what? They beat us like this, so now we're going to do that. Yeah. Like that, I could see. I, I yeah. So I'm I'm I don't totally disagree with you. Yeah. Uh, NFC team for me is Packers. Probably for you too. It's just. It is what it is. I feel like they're head and shoulders above the rest of the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah, be so they great. They won the NFC. Wouldn't it be great if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl and then leaves? <laughs> I think that's exactly what he should do. Win the Super Bowl and then leave the team. Uh, it'll be he'll, he'll look like the super diva, and I'm here for he it. He should. He should. That's exactly what he should do. Um, I mean, they won the NFC Championship, or, or they won the NFC. They they got the bye. They got the home field advantage at, at Lambeau, which this year is the only place where home field advantage, yeah. you know, actually mattered. Yeah. Um, everyone appears to be healthy. They're firing all cylinders. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder because he thinks he has something to prove both on and off the field because he thinks he's being canceled every week, which is stupid, but whatever. I know that feeling. I know that feeling where you feel like the world is against you and that's fuel. And he's, I I wouldn't want to play this team. Not at all. And they're so calm about it. The way they just sort of like calmly kind of deconstruct teams and just kind of pick them apart. Yeah. Uh, Scary. hmm? Yeah, man. Well, that's it, man. That's uh, this. This might be our record. Speaking of records, it's the longest uh, NFL episode so far. Uh, we're gonna we're we had gonna a lot come to talk back. About. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we had a a, a crate like a walk off, <laughs> like never seen that before. Uh, the needed uh, to be discussed. We'll be back later this week with the week eighteen predictions. Last week mm-hmm. of the longer season. Uh, so mm-hmm. stand by for that. Uh, Patreon subscribers. We're going to have a fantasy football uh, recap, wrap-up, round-up, whatever you want to call it. So stand by for that. And um, Gee, I wonder who won. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out who won. And uh, who the, we'll find out who the champ champ is. That's all. That's what it comes down to. So, uh, uh, you can call me champ champ. <laughs> 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 
and then we'll reveal the prize. So stand by for that. <laughs> what? There's a prize? <laughs> Shit. Okay. That I'm definitely tuning in for. Yeah, man. Um, but thanks so much. If you want to support us on Patreon, we really appreciate it. It's uh, www.patreon.com slash Uh You can give as little as $1 each uh, month to uh, support SvenFL and all our research and time that we put into mm. this thing. We really, uh, mm-hmm. and it's fun for us too. Um, mm. And uh, stand by, man. The, the, see, the regular season's coming to a close. So we, uh, yeah. we, we look forward to uh, talking more about it. It's been uh, Jonathan Rollins. And Skiff Musara. We'll holler at y'all soon. Peace. Later, y'all. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.